Hello, and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. If you enjoy this podcast, then please consider giving it a rating and leaving some feedback in your podcast directory of choice. And if you really enjoy it, then why not share it with a friend? After all, we could all do with a little bit more poetry in our lives. In this episode, I'll be exploring new research, which has found that ancient driftwood can be used to track 500 years of Arctic warming and changes to sea ice levels. With season's end you topple to the ground, aching broken limbs held aloft by briny hands that bear you proudly to their sunken home, drifting. With hushed reverence you plunge into the laminate, embraced in place by cold and surging tides, drifting. You sail through crystal waters and mother-of-pearl skies, skimming ragged currents across this frozen, breaking kingdom, drifting. Washed up on frigid shores, your weathered body shimmers in the midnight sun, every crease a story, waiting to be told. This poem is inspired by recent research published in JGR Oceans, which has found that driftwood can be used to help us better understand how sea ice levels in the Arctic have been changing over the past several centuries. The Arctic Ocean collects trees that naturally fall into high-latitude rivers in North America and Eurasia. In extremely cold temperatures, some of these trees become frozen into the sea ice, which then floats across the ocean, swept along by ocean currents and winds until beaching on the shores of Svalbard, a Norwegian archipelago in the Arctic Ocean. Some of the ancient driftwood has sat on these beaches for hundreds of years, and is now being used as a proxy for sea ice levels and thus warming in the Arctic over this time period. In this new study, researchers combed several beaches in northern Svalbard for driftwood. Back in the lab, they analysed each set of tree rungs to determine which kind of tree it was, and then compared these ring patterns to a database of measured rings, enabling each tree to be traced to individual countries and even specific rivers, thus showing how these driftwood sources have varied over time. This driftwood data was then paired with sea ice observations dating back over 500 years and was found to match the observational record of Arctic Ocean surface circulation patterns and climate conditions, thereby supporting the use of driftwood as a proxy for Arctic sea ice dynamics. In particular, a distinct decrease in driftwood movement during the last 30 years matches the observed declining Arctic sea ice extent that has also been observed in recent decades. With abundant driftwood deposits across the Arctic, this methodology should allow for a finer scale study of how, and why, Sea ice has changed across this region since the Industrial Revolution and beyond. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. With season's end you topple to the ground, aching broken limbs held aloft by briny hands that bear you proudly to their sunken home, drifting. With hushed reverence you plunge into the laminate, embraced in place by cold and surging tides. Drifting.
You sail through crystal waters and mother-of-pearl skies, skimming ragged currents across this frozen, breaking kingdom, drifting, washed up on frigid shores. Your weathered body shimmers in the midnight sun, every crease a story, waiting to be told. In this section of the podcast, I'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading Driftwood by Ralph Cheever Dunning. Ralph Cheever Dunning was an American poet who was born in Detroit, Michigan in 1878, before immigrating to Paris in 1905. His first collection of poetry, Hylas, was published in London in 1910, after which he submitted nothing to publishers for over a decade. However, after befriending Ezra Pound in the early 1920s, he was encouraged to submit his work to both poetry and the Transatlantic Review, both of whom published generous selections of his work over the preceding years. Sadly, Dunning died in Paris of starvation and tuberculosis in 1930. Driftwood by Ralph Cheever Dunning The wind's robe rustles on the sand, the cloudy hosts do run like sheep, the wind is west and far inland, they pray to God their souls to keep. My soul has phases like the moon, and like the moon it loves the sea, and as the sea obeys the moon, my soul obeys the dream of thee. O woman that I never met, O woman that I shall not meet, the beaches of the world are wet, with tears the half-moon findeth sweet. What ails the sea that cries and cries? Why will she weep against the clouds? The moon blown fainting from the skies, why will she wrap her face in shrouds? Thank you for listening to the Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. <laughs>